Hello and welcome to today's podcast. I'm Ana Sofia Tenhu and in this episode we'll discuss the Panic of 1837. I will be investigating the background of this financial disaster as well as its causes, the Species Circular Act of 1836, the absence of the National Bank and its effects, and the period's recovery. To begin with, the Panic of 1837 is one of the world's most renowned financial crises. According to experts, it is an important event since it helped governments understand the essence of financial legislation and the central bank. Despite the above revelations, scholars remain divided in terms of which was the most significant financial crisis. Though a debate still ensues, this discussion confirms that the Panic of 1837 was the most impactful event since it decreased prices, profits, and wages, led later to increased unemployment that resulted in bankruptcy, which led business closure and increased hardships and poverty. To give you some background, the Panic of 1837 was a financial disaster that occurred in the United States that caused a massive depression that lasted for almost eight years. According to Hilton Lian, 2020, page one, prices, profits, and wages decreased, unemployment increased, and the westward expansion halted. According to experts, internal and foreign factors contributed to the panic. These factors included a significant drop in cotton prices, risky lending policies in the West, international specie flows, a burst in the real estate bubble, and a stringent lending regulations in Britain. Another critical factor was the absence of a central bank to oversee financial matters. That being said, in early 1837, the economy was not doing well, and this caused banks and investors to panic. The crisis began on May 10, 1837, when the New York City banks exhausted their gold and silver reserves. According to Hilton Liang, 2020, page 3, they stopped making coin payments and stopped redeeming commercial paper for its total face value in specie. Deflation in salaries and prices was prevalent from 1837 to 1844. Japan grew worse since there was no deposit insurance. The economy rebounded by 1850 due to the increased species flows from the California gold rush. It is worth noting that the crisis was preceded by an economic boom from mid-1834 to mid-1836. During this period, the cost of land and enslaved people increased significantly. According to Pelisari 2018, page 11, the causes of the boom were numerous. Substantial amounts of silver were entering the United States from China and Mexico due to unique aspects of international trade. Land sales and import levies were also generating significant federal funds. British capital was significantly invested in the United States through lucrative cotton exports and the sale of state-backed bonds in British money markets. The Anglo-American financial institutions like Bering Brothers made British loans available, which were a significant factor in American westward migration, industrial growth, construction of its infrastructure, and economic growth. Continuing with the causes, 
a sharp drop in cotton prices contributed to the Panic of 1837. In the 1830s, cotton production soared both domestically and internationally. Similar increases in cotton production were seen in other British colonies, including Egypt and India. According to Browning 2019, page 25, the market was saturated due to a global surplus of cotton and oversupply in the United States. Naturally, when supply exceeds demands, prices fall. That being said, Britain discovered itself to be overextended due to a dangerously low level of vital species reserves. It mandated that all payments for trade with the USA be made in specie instead of foreign bills of exchange to restore its specie balance, due in part to Jackson's specie circular. The East Coast banks that managed commerce with Britain also had critically low specie reserves. According to the American Browning, banks restricted credit at the same time Britain did. A vicious cycle of deflation set in, ushering in the Panic of 1837 as soon as there was no longer any available investment credit. The Species Circular, an administrative decree issued by Andrew Jackson in 1836, was unquestionably a significant contributor to the Panic of 1837. Jackson mandated that any acquisitions of Western land over 320 acres be made in specie to help control the raging inflation brought on by the economic success of 1833 to 1836. Many property investors could not develop enough species to keep buying Westerlands. According to Childers 2022, page 155, when the government restricted Irkus banks lending due to the demand for species in international trade, the outcome was a drain on their species holdings, which contributed to the panic. During the same period, Congress enacted the Deposit Act of 1836, the legislation established which bad banks receive extra federal funds. The Treasury started a series of additional transfers in advance of the deposits, which had the same impact as the species circular. In particular, species was moved from the eastern to the western banks. According to Childers, at that time New York City served as the nation's economic hub. By May 1837, it had reduced its essential species reserves to 1.5 million from 7.2 million in September 1836. Now, the United States had a national bank to aid in managing monetary policy and inflation when Andrew Jackson assumed the presidency in 1828. Jackson hated the bank because he thought it was unethical and conspired against the average person. According to Childers 2022, page 155, he successfully vetoed the National Bank's renewal license during the Bank War of 1832, preventing the United States from having a bank starting in 1836. The National Bank was essential for establishing a consistent monetary policy. This situation meant a general need to monitor the banking industry and implement a uniform policy. During the 1830s, hundreds of state banks were established, making credit readily accessible. The available credit was used by business people, 
land speculators, and state governments. To launch new enterprises, pay for infrastructure improvements, and buy previously owned Native American lands. Jackson's pet banks inadvertently serve as a conduit for the wildland speculation in the West. The National Bank might have offered control and national leadership, but did not, which contributed to the financial crisis precursor runaway inflation. Now, focusing on the effects, individual state defaults were widespread, infuriating British creditors. The United States temporarily left the world's financial markets and did not return until the late 1840s. According to Hilton Liang 2020, page 4, the high rates of default and other effects of the recession significantly impacted how the government and economic development interacted. Panic weakened public support for internal advancements, although until the Civil War state funding for internal renovation was popular in the South, the panic caused a wave of freedom and various types of domestic turmoil. The end consequence was an expansion of the state's policy capabilities, including creating more expert policy units. And business closure were other effects of the crisis. The crisis especially impacted the banking sector. The government was struggling to keep these facilities open. However, the efforts were futile since more than 400 partially failed or were shut down. According to Hilt and Liang 2020, page 4, out of 850 banks in the country, 343 completely failed, 62 partially failed, and the state banking sector was hit hard and never fully recovered. The subsequent slam disproportionately impacted the publishing sector too. Many planters were completely insolvent since they have spent most of their money in advance. The failure of financial institutions meant the potential and existing business had no access to capital, further exacerbating the economic slump. Business failures and closure increase unemployment rates. Studies indicate that about 10% of the United States population lost their jobs. According to Murphy, 2021, page 23, the unemployment rates also harmed the labor movement. Job demand rose while available opportunities plummeted. Since employers had a vast pool of potential employees and their disposal meant labor unions lost their negotiating power, on the same note, increased negotiating power gave employers enough authority to lower wages and the Bank of England increased interest rates. According to Peter Temin, an economist, the economy expanded after 1838. According to Pellissard, 2018, page 39, the real gross domestic product expanded by 16% and real consumption by 21%, respectively, between 1839 and 1843, but real investment declined by 23% and the money supply fell by 34%. The five-year crisis in the American economy was partially over in 1842, although most reports claim that the recovery did not occur until 1844.
beginning of the California Gold Rush in 1848, which significantly increased the amount of money available, accelerated recovery from the Depression, the United States economy was growing once more by 1850. Intangible elements like psychology and self-assurance play significant roles in explaining the scope and intensity of the fear. Bank runs were frequent at the time because central banks had a few tools for regulating employment and price levels. According to Pellissari 2018, page 39, the alarm immediately spread throughout the neighborhood when several banks failed and political newspapers added to the commotion. Investors in a panic flocked to other banks to request the withdrawal of their deposits. Even strong banks were forced to further cut back while under such strain by calling in loans and asking for payment from their borrowers. That fueled the hysteria even further, which triggered a snowball or downward cycle. In other words, negative self-portraying feedback loops were set up by fear, anxiety, and widespread lack of confidence. These days, many economists refer to the phenomenon as an information imbalance. According to Pellissari 2018, page 39, in essence, bank depositors reacted to incomplete information because they were unsure if their money was safe. They withdrew their money out of fear of more danger, even though doing so will have done more harm. Many southern planters who traded in cotton, land, and enslaved people experienced the same downward spiral. In the expectation that cotton prices will rise, many farmers obtained bank loans. However, when cotton prices fell, planters could not repay their loans, endangering the viability of numerous banks. Banks' absence of deposit insurance made these factors all more critical. Customers of banking institutions are more prone to act hastily and jeopardize the rest of the economy when they need more confidence that their deposits are secure. According to Pellissari 2018, page 40, economists, stakeholders can reduce the likelihood of bank runs by suspending covertively providing deposit protection and requiring adequate capital in banks. To close up, from the analysis, it is prudent to conclude that the Panic of 1837 was the most influential or impactful financial crisis of recent times because of its effects and aftermath. Individual state defaults were widespread. Also, bankruptcy and business closure were other effects of the crisis. It significantly impacted the banking sector. Out of 850 banks in the country, 343 completely failed, 62 partially failed, and the state banking sector was hit hard and never fully recovered. The subsequent slump disproportionately impacted the publishing sector too. The failure of financial institutions meant that potential and existing business had no access to capital further exacerbating the economic recession. Likewise, business failures and closure increase unemployment rates. Studies indicate that about 10% of the U.S. population lost their jobs. On the same note, increased negotiating power gave employers enough authority to lower wages.
Once again, my name is Ana Sofia Tenho, and thank you for listening to my podcast, where we discuss the Panic of 1837. All the words that were cited during this podcast are going to be led in the link below. Thank you.